Hey guys, and welcome back to Stop Giving a Fuck Podcast. Today I'm here with the one and only Nina Kay. Hi, Nina. Hi. So thank you so much for coming. Uh, Nina is a content creator, an influencer, a model, an entrepreneur. She really does it all. Nina, how did you get started in this industry? I, I think I realized early on that I wasn't one for like jobs, you know, like I had when I was 17, I started working um, like shift type jobs, you know, at whatever hourly, like I worked at a gym, I worked at a finish line. Um, then I worked for like this company called the mobile solution selling T-Mobile. Um, so I just, I was like, mm, this is not for me. Then I got into dancing and from there, this was before like Instagram, like none of this shit was around. Mm -hmm. um, from there, I just kind of ended up in porn. And then I just never really, I had a job for like a month after I first got into the adult industry and dancing and it just did, it didn't work out. And then I worked at like bar, like I kept trying to maybe like see what other stuff, but it just never worked. Like it was always just from, I think. 19 is when I got started in the industry. Mm -hmm. Did um, you enjoy it when you first got into it or did it take a little bit of adjustment? Um, so I really like, like dancing when I was 19. Like it was a different world. It's not like it is now. I mean, it was to me, I mean, nobody was like, girls make a lot of money now. Nobody was making money like that back in the day. Um, I think my first night I made like 200 bucks. And then the next night I made like 300 and you couldn't tell me anything. Like, uh -huh. like I was like, okay, like in my mind, I'm like, if I work five days a week and make $200 every night, like I'm lit, you know? Yes. So I loved it. You know, I had all the energy in the world. I had no responsibilities. I was, you know, I graduated high school the year before. I'm like, this is great. Like, mm -hmm. what are you talking about? $4,000 a month, like to have fun and hang out. It was, I loved it. As far as porn, like I wasn't, like I did like a couple scenes and then I was like, Meh, I don't really like it. Like, not yeah. for me. So I didn't really continue with that then. So we hear a lot of people start off dancing and then get into porn, but do you ever hear it? They start dancing, they get into porn, and then they go back to dancing if they don't really like it, if they don't really enjoy the industry. Right. I mean, that does happen a lot more than you think just because you don't even hear of the girls that usually go back to dancing, right? Because mm -hmm. the industry, not now, but then we were really reliant on being booked, you know? Mm. We didn't have our own platforms. So if you weren't getting booked, like you weren't making money. So you, you didn't have a choice. You had to dance, you know? Yeah. We didn't have the opportunities we have now. Yes. And are there, or when you were doing porn, because you said you don't really do it that much now, were there any assumptions made about you from like family, friends, followers? I mean, of course, <laughs> the typical, but I mean, I have a really unpopular opinion about, you know, the stigmas and stuff like that. As much as we want to break down the stigmas and, you know, we want to be treated fairly and whatnot, the reality is, is that we make money off of the stigma. Mm -hmm. If there were no stigma, then we wouldn't be making money like that. Ooh, I so, like that. you know, and nobody looks at it that way. Like you probably never heard this way of thinking 
but it's like, that is, that is the truth. Like Mm -hmm. we need that stigma and that little thing. We need to be fighting people and then have our fans back us up. Like, no, she's not, you know, Uh that's what our industry is, (laughs) you know? The stigma that I do not like, you know, obviously is like, I've had a lot of crazy stuff happen. Like people get deleted off Airbnb or PayPal is notorious or we get declined for mortgages. Like if someone finds that type of stuff, I mean, that's just discrimination. Mm -hmm. That little online stigma or what friends or family or fans think, like we need that, you know, we need that in our lives to be successful. Otherwise, like I said, you know, we wouldn't be like, it would just be like any other job. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, people say, and I think that this is just society, that if you post provocative photos, then you're asking for a certain kind of attention. And this could be whether you're a model or just a regular person posting an Instagram. What do you think about that? There's a lot of internalized misogyny. There's men are just sexist, misogynist pigs. And, you know, then you have the pick me's, the girls. So I think that's like saying kind of like girls get raped if they wear like short shorts or short dresses mm-hmm. or revealing. It's the same concept. Like yes. you have women that, you know, Muslim women, for example, that completely cover themselves and that get raped. You know, you have little kids that get raped and I know I mean it's horrible to think of these things but people are going to do fucked up shit whether you post revealing shit or not I mean I feel like people need to be raised better to not you know like I mean it's a body like everybody has a body like if you post revealing or not and then what I think is revealing you might not think is revealing and vice versa so it's all subjective you know I I mean, yeah, you attract a certain type of attention, but do you think you you know what you're getting yourself into when you post things like that? Um, for me, like I knew, like I'm I'm not going to sit here and act clueless. Like I knew what was coming. I knew my life would never be the same. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm very realistic. You know what I mean? Like I you have to think about a lot of girls just get into it and like oh, I got doxxed or which sucks, of course, but you have to be prepared for that. Um, and to be honest with you, like before, when I first got into, like when I got popular, like I would argue with fans, like just being funny, you know, not even that serious, but now like, it just makes like zero, like I need that kind of attention as well. Positive, negative, Like, I need that to be successful. It seems like you're also totally cool with all of the negative comments. Like, you've learned to just deal with them. I don't really... I feel like I don't even get a lot of negative comments as much. First of all, I have, like, the filtering. (laughs) Okay. You know? (laughs) So, I don't really even get it. But, I mean, I feel like people are entitled to their opinion. And, again, that just adds to my engagement, like... Mm-hmm. I need it. Like, I need it. I need that type of stuff. And Those people were lucky that you were even commenting back on their comments. Right. I know, right? Like, here's your little dose of attention you ordered. Yeah. But I mean, I tell, like, I have girls that I manage, and they, they are, like, sitting here, like, having mental breakdowns. And, like, this dude, like, Joe Schmo, like, who the fuck is he? Like, you wouldn't even breathe in his direction. Like, you d- literally don't even know this person exists. Like, mm-hmm. It's the internet. Like, that's how people are. Yeah. Misery loves company. A hundred percent. And how has social media affected your growth and your OnlyFans? 
So I actually, next month will be four years for me on OnlyFans. Like, Whoa, I didn't even know it was out for that one. <laughs> I know. People just thought it like came out last year. Like, this is not what it was back then. Like, it just wasn't like. You are an OG. Yeah. So I was popular on social media before or OnlyFans even came out. Like, I was popular like on MySpace, like Model Mayhem. Like, this is like years, years, 10 plus, 12, 13 years ago. Like, so I don't. I mean, you didn't even really need your Instagram to get you to be big on OnlyFans because you were you've already been big on OnlyFans since it started. No, I mean, I have a brand outside of being an IG model, right? Yeah. If like for example, if you wanted to go be successful on OnlyFans or whatever, yeah, you would have to build your social media. For me, I have Twitter. But I still have to have people to promote to, whether that's Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Reddit. I mean, there's girls that don't have an Instagram that make really good money on OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. So my Instagram, Twitter, my social media following is based off of who I am as a brand versus me just building my social media because I'm building my, cause I have pretty pictures. Yes. So I think that's the way to, obviously you have to have fans to promote to, yeah, to be successful on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. How did you get your Instagram to be so big then? If you started out in other places, is that really what? No, what? I mean, I started my Instagram and it just from shooting when I was in the industry, like shooting for studios, that's how you build. Um, it just, you know, p- your fans come. Mm-hmm. And unlike a lot of models that we see, you are a curvier model. Your circle, you're friends with a lot of other curvy models. What do you guys think about the fact that you're pushing the standards of beauty? I mean, I think we're really past that. I don't think that slimmer women are popular at all anymore like that. Like if you're looking at the top models, like the slim women are the ones who are going out of their way to create their brand and their content and whatnot. Like they feel like if you have, if you have a girl, a curvy woman that just posts, it's the same picture done by like the same photographer, same background, just a pose. The one that's going to probably get more engagement if you promote it to the same groups is the curvier model. Mm -hmm. People like looking at it Um, and you don't see it as often, right? Like Miami, Atlanta, LA, whatever. Sure. But slim women, like you can see that anywhere in the world. People like the enhanced bodies Mm -hmm. or even just a naturally curly, a curvy bodies that look enhanced. Um, Even not just curvy, but like BBWs, people like that. That is what's popular right now. Mm-hmm. So I tell all my slimmer girls, I'm like, you have to do something. What are you going to do? Crazy public dares. You want to do public shit, be flexible. Like, you know, you have to do stuff. You can't just be a pretty girl anymore. A yeah. curvier model can kind of get away with just, you know, posting a picture in a thong, calling it a day, uh-huh. you know, the slimmer girl. And, and that's so crazy because literally Instagram did that. Like, this like Instagram did you know like I know there was a club in Tampa that didn't allow any curvy girls I don't know what the deal is now but like they put me on and I was like 40 pounds smaller than I'm now before Mm -hmm. I had like 
boobs, anything. And they put me on day shift. And I used to have to go get weighed because I was too big. I was 115 pounds. I'm for what? reference, I'm 155 now. I had to get weighed every day. I had to like lose weight. They only like, and it like, it wasn't me losing weight. That was my body type. Wow. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's just Instagram. Like it's crazy. Like, yeah. And that's what I mean. All of you guys are really helping push this standard that in order to be really hot and get a lot of followers and likes, you need to be skinny. Aren't you part of um, the Fashion Nova Curve? Yeah. So I have a collaboration with Fashion Nova Curve. All of you guys are really setting, um, setting a new bar. Like you're raising the bar on beauty. And it's, I think that it's helping people see that there's more than just being skinny in order to be beautiful. I'm sure that when you had to get weighed and all of that, it was kind of harsh. Even to this day, like I still have insecurities, you know, but for the most part, like with age and just with me, like being really comfortable, like I feel like I do a lot of good for other models for the industry. I'm super into animals, as you probably know. Just the, doing those things make me feel really, really good about myself. You know, not not being like a scammer, not being nasty, not having any like bad energy inside of me. So I think that helps with my body image. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, like, I really, it's gotten to the point, you know, I've had with my face and my body, I've had several procedures, you know, I've adjusted, I'm not, this is not natural, you know, I've, I've adjusted how I've looked. And I think just now, like, I'm just, I'm just really happy with my life. And I'm playing tennis, I'm really active. So I'm just like, this is this is it like, it's never going to be anything different. (laughs) Like, I better fucking like it, you know, also understanding there's a market for everything. Mm -hmm. Um, literally everything it might not be as big as just the general mainstream market but if you look there's every type of girl guy um non-binary binary person like all sorts of people that are really successful with social media only fans things like that so there's literally like if if your market is feet like go fucking go at it like take care of your feet do what you have to do if your market is hair you know that's a whole thing is hair fetish like yes and speaking of feet fetish how do you even get into selling feet pictures i don't i was okay so here's the thing that's what i'm saying like i'm like i was in porn so i just had my brand so like if i have fans that ask for it or i just do the content but i mean girls that just do that i mean i'm assuming they kind of get into the game and then they make really good feet content and like they want to get into the game like get into like social like they like say you're like okay i'm gonna start my only fans right now so you're posting your pictures you're doing your content you figure out within the next six months like i don't know why but i'm really good at posing my feet creating videos of my feet doing it myself having other like i'm good at this and my followers that i'm building they like it. And I'm getting all these feet fetish people. Yes. Okay. And then you kind so, of gradually go into that, you know? So I got um, one consistency is key and play around with it, figure out what your audience is liking best and the feet fetish people will come and find you. Yeah. I mean, and it, I, I don't even think 
of course you can choose what you want to do. Like you're like, I just want to do feet and that's fine. There's so many successful feet models. Like, but there's also girls that just kind of like, it happens, you know, like, okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like I have a lot, I'm not, I feel like my feet aren't that great, but I swear in every picture, it's like toes, toes, feet. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right. Like, it's funny what people can get off to, which is crazy because people can get off to fucking anything these days. Anything. Do you hear people coming to you saying you've helped me embrace my own body you've helped me come to terms with my sexuality or anything like that yeah I mean so I manage girls I have my my company and I mean I just have other girls that just through following my social media I mean I got several today I get it all the time and that's what truly like like I can't tell you how many girls I've talked to and I've made successful that thought they just had to, you know, go into porn as a skinny woman. I'm like, no, you have a market. Like, you can expand on that. You have a look. You have to have the mindset. Um, so, you know, and that, mean, that means a lot to me. I think, like, it's easy to appeal to men. Like, men will like whatever you give them, you know. Like, like it's a whole, I like it. <laughs> but with women, to, to appeal to women and for them to look up to you and to know that I helped – like that's that's what kind of pushes me to do more. Yeah, it makes it all worth it for you. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I think you know, body image is like as amazing as social media and the internet are. I feel like it can go like south bad. Mm-hmm. So being able to help people navigate it's scary. <laughs> social media really gets to people's heads when they see models like you and they're stick skinny and they want to look just like you. It it messes with them. So it's great that people are able to say that you're helping them achieve a better self image. Yeah, for sure. And I think, you know, like it just goes, I know it's hard to, to tell someone like, Hey, someone's going to like you. If you have body dysmorphic disorder, or if you have just poor self image, like I just think you have to be exposed to it and have someone kind of like, just be positive and you'll learn, you know? And let me tell you, I didn't, I'm 32. I just 20, the first 27 years of my life, like I hated everything about myself, 26, 27. And it comes with time. And to this day, I'm still going to deal with other issues. Like I still see a model that has maybe more followers than me that looks just like me or something. Like, why is she doing better? Like, Mm -hmm. so you can sit here and nitpick at everything. And at some point you just got to be like, this is fucking exhausting. Like, this is what I have. This is it. <laughs> is, it hard for you guys? is it hard for you guys to not compare yourself to other people on OnlyFans and in that industry? It's, yeah, it's, I mean, I don't feel like I'm in competition with anybody because I feel like there's just so much money to be made. There's fans and followers and whatnot. But yeah, sometimes I'm like, what can I do better? I don't know. I feel like I look at another girl's success and even though I might not fully understand it, I'll be like, what can I do? Mm-hmm. What is she doing that I like? What is she doing that seems to work? Um, so what can I do? How can I take my pictures like her? I mean, social media is like that. If you really look at some of us top models, we all have the same pictures, the same captions, like the same general thing. And because we're constantly like seeing what the other does, like if if I see a girl do a great pose, I'm going to try to copy that. Mm -hmm. She might then see my caption and be like, that is a good caption. I'll use something similar. So that's just how it is.
especially in porn, I know that people are always looking at the number one porn star. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of other people in that industry compare themselves to that person and sometimes feel defeated because they're not reaching that same success when they're putting out as much content as them. Do you know what I mean? Well, with that kind of thing, I mean, you're, when you're, I feel like when people talk about porn stars, they're talking about girls that shoot for companies, studios. So, I mean, I can't tell you how many girls I've seen that are like top Pornhub girls or top quote unquote porn stars that shoot 50 scenes a month. Mm -hmm. And they go to like an Exotica or an adult con convention and have no fans. Like they have no fans of their own. Wow. Um, Yeah. Like you'll see some of these girls that don't ever really get booked that have huge fan bases. They can't. So it's, it's just about finding what works for you. Like, Mm-hmm. me I was not getting booked that much like they didn't like I wasn't MILF I wasn't teen I had tattoos I was curvy this was you know I was like it was still even now when you look at porn you're not really getting curvy girls like that like mm-hmm. so I'm like what can I do like I'm not yeah. making money like I need to figure something else out it's not like mm, no I don't like this body like let me switch it out it's not like it's not you, you don't have to like it but it is what it is Okay. What you can do is make, is take steps towards liking it. You know what I mean? Like, what What can you do? What steps have you done? Um, I feel like it's starting off, like, what do you really like about yourself? You know, what is your favorite feature, be it your face, you know, your boobs, your butt, your legs, your hands, and build off of that, you know, and like really be like, oh, I look fire and my makeup's so great or my hair is so great today. Focus on that and it'll start, you know, like it'll start getting easier from there. Okay. Um, there's a million pretty girls with a fat ass with great pictures. What sets you apart? Mm-hmm. So. Got it. And what would you want people to know about people in your profession based off of the stigmas and assumptions that people make that's maybe the opposite of what their stigmas are about you that's a good question so (laughs) um number one like most of us 99.9 percent of us we're not like sex robots like that is not like I know a lot of guys seem to think we like dick pics and like really nasty comments and Like, you're like a can of paint to me. Like, I don't know you exist. Like, people have to remember, you know me, I don't know you. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not, like, sex dolls. Like, fuck dolls. We're not. Like, this is work. You know what I mean? So I'm still a person. I don't, like, I don't live and breathe sex or whatever it is. So I think people have to understand that we're still human. And honestly, if you want attention from us, like on social media and like comments or even DMS or Twitter or whatnot on only fans, like you have to come at us as a person and it'll get you a lot further. Like I have some fans that have completely just treated me like a normal person and I've developed relationships with them, but the ones who just send dick pics or be like marry me I want to fuck like I prim- they just get deleted and I never like I don't that I don't even see that I don't even take the time to look at that yeah got it and you're like if they want if they want to look at me like that pay me 
on my own. I mean, yeah, people be like, well, how can I get to know you outside of that? Like, I'm not here for that. You might be here for that, but I'm not on eHarmony or Match.com yeah. or this ain't Christian Mingle or whatever that site is called. This is fucking whole life. But you can like, pay me and I'll make you a personal video. I mean, there's a million things I could do for you, but I'm not here to get to know you. Yeah. Like, even if like somehow there's a lot of girls who started dating or married their fans. Whoa. And I, yeah. Oh, tons. I that. Yeah. And so like, but, but again, that's like, these people were paying. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna just give everybody that comes at me like free time. Like, I'm not there for that. This is my job. Like, yes, I'm only there to make money because that is what this is to me. You might use Instagram for your friends and family. I do not. I would not have Instagram if it weren't for this. Mm-hmm. Like, so you like people have to understand that like we are like we yes, we are only there for money and for work and taking pictures of ourselves. Like that is literally why we are why we exist. On yeah, that is people. how you make your money. That is how you pay your bills. Correct. What advice could you give to someone who is trying to get into the adult entertainment industry, who is nervous about people finding out or is just not comfortable enough with themselves, but wants to do it eventually? I don't think you should do it. I don't think if you're scared of people finding out, don't do it. If you know, you're gonna, you're gonna feel like you're gonna regret it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. It's not for you. Once you move past that, then sure, you know. But I think that's a very common question that girls come to me with. And it's like, well, I want to do it. I'm scared of my family. But then don't, don't do it. Mm-hmm. If you want to do it, you have to understand this is what is, will happen. Mm-hmm. So then you don't want to do it, right? Because doing it means stigma, privacy gone, family finding out, possibly losing friends. That is part of doing it. And if you're not willing to accept all that, then, then there's no reason you should be doing it. You don't really want to do it. You want to fake do it, you know? As far as not being totally comfortable, I would say do a ton of research. You know, I have a lot of girls that come to me and ask me all these questions. And I'm like, well, what steps have you taken mm-hmm. to increase your social media to learn? How many girls do you follow on OnlyFans? Zero. So that means you're not, you don't actually care to do it. You want me to do everything for you. And I'm not going to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to help you. I'll lead you to water. I'm not going to make you drink. Like you have to want to do that. I love to help girls that are like, Nina, I did this, 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 and this. I've done this content. This is how it did. Blah, blah. What else can I do? What, like, how could I have adjust? That means everything to me versus like, yeah, like, I think that's important is to find a few girls and just study, stalk them. I can't, we all stalk everybody. It's like, I'm looking through girls comp, what is doing well? You know, I'm subscribing to other girls, only fans, like I'm tipping them. Like you want to support people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that's important is, is like, you have to understand, like, it's not just going to happen because it's going to, like, you have got to. Yeah, you have to put in the work if you want to actually see results. And that's what that Yeah, means. and I'm telling you, all the information is out there. Like, if I go to follow you right now underneath, like, more people like you show up. Like, do that. Like, you, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a endless world of information. There's YouTube videos on OnlyFans and Instagram and Twitter. And there's Reddit threads and all this stuff. If you see one idea, I guarantee you're going to get three other ideas. And you'll just expand like that. 
Yes. Thank you so much. And Nina, where can people find you? Give me all the accounts. Yes. So Instagram is at Nina K one with two Y's. Twitter is at underscore Nina K one. My management page is NK baddies on Instagram. Um, and then you can just do Nina K live.com has all my links. So that's my, all my links. And I just made it really easy. Nina K live.com and on OnlyFans. Made it easy again. I want NinaK.com. <laughs> Thank you so much, Nina, for coming and sharing all of this with us. I'm sure that it was helpful or informative to everyone listening. And everyone, go support, go follow. If you guys are liking these episodes, make sure to go to Apple Podcasts and give me a rating so I can see what you think. And make sure to follow Stop Giving a Fuck on Instagram. And I will see you guys next time.